You're listening to the Warriors of Dystonia podcast, a podcast sharing the stories and journeys of people whose lives are affected by dystonia. My name is Carl and I'm the creator of Warriors of Dystonia. I've had dystonia since 2007 and I started this project to spread awareness of the condition. Each podcast will be a chat with someone who either has dystonia, cares for someone with dystonia, a representative from a dystonia charity, or perhaps a dystonia specialist. Warriors of Dystonia is all about awareness. The following podcast is with my friend Kerry from Huntsville, Alabama, who takes us on a journey through her experience with dystonia, from its beginnings and issues with her hip to where she is today in 2021. This is her story. So I've had an issue with my hip for a long time. I was told by my physical therapist to go see an arthritis specialist to see if it was that that had been causing me so much pain and many problems with my hip and lower back. Um, I was told to see the TOC of Huntsville and were told they were good. So I made an appointment and spoke with the doctor. He said that I did have arthritis in my hip and told me about the medication meloxicam and how many people said it worked for their arthritis. So when he prescribed me them, I started taking them. Uh, August 2018, when I was on a trip to Ohio, my mom and friends started noticing I had head tremor. Then as each day of the trip went by, I started feeling progress more and my balance became really bad and loads of dizzy spell when we were walking around the city. I called the TOC doctor's office, told them I think I am having an allergic reaction to the medicine and they told me to stop taking them. When the trip was ending, I still had all the tremor and more pain started happening in my neck and shoulder. When I got home, I made an appointment to my own doctor to see a neurologist that would take a while to get in. Meanwhile, I had another appointment to see the TOC again about my hip and he got me in quicker to see the neurologist. But he saw what was happening to me after the medication. When I saw the neurologist in town, he ran a few tests, told me, hold out my hands straight, tapped my knees, took an EEG test. Everything came back normal. He based it all down to my anxiety. I told him this is more than anxiety. He didn't believe me. Started prescribing me more medicine, told me to take three months off work. That medicine didn't do me any good, just made me not feel my body at all. I'm really drowsy every day and still felt my head tremor and symptom. My mom even recorded it to show it was still playing up. We went back again. He put me on something else for a few more weeks and told me to take three more months off work again. A year down the line, nothing being resolved. I told him, look, nothing you're doing is working. What is going on? I can't keep taking time off work. 
then thought I could have something called cervical dystonia, but he wasn't sure. So he signed me up for an appointment with UAB in Birmingham, Alabama, a top neurologist hospital. But it would took it would take half a year to get in. My own doctor called Vanderbilt and she thought they would help me out because it was also a top hospital in Nashville, Tennessee, and I got in earlier. I went to the one in Franklin first because there's one in downtown Franklin and one in downtown Nashville. And this specialist dealt with headache problems. We took x-rays, MRIs, numerous blood work, nothing showed up. But this doctor told me of the neurologist in downtown Nashville. He would be able to help me out better. Got an appointment with Dr. Nagy, my lifesaver. It took two neurologists before I even found the right one. And he noticed within 10 minutes what my diagnosis was, cervical dystonia. I told him how it all started and how no one believed me it was from the medicine. And he didn't dismiss it. He was the only one who believed me. He said if something traumatic happened, it can flare up the dystonia. He said I could have also had it in my body all my life, but something like medicine reaction can cause it to flare up. He is an amazing neurologist, but he did tell me what I had to do every three months. What I do is take Botox injections every three months, and so far that has seemed to work. There is no actual cure for dystonia. It doesn't show up on any machine. So all I got to do is hope and pray that one day there will be a cure. I found a great support group through the Dystonia Network. Um, I'd be lost without my new friend. Whistler were more doctor who knew about Estonia, that way none of us would have to go see so many top neurologists or normal doctors. And it would have been nice for more people to actually believe me other than just pointing it out to anxiety. There's a lot of different results coming in on Botox yeah. as well. A lot of different experiences from people with it. Um, it worked. What's your experience? It like? worked for me. I have function at work, but still not got rid of it. it like, yeah. I still don't feel confident at times driving. Because if my legs play up, I just don't want to have a yeah. slip up, have my foot fall off the gas pedal and go into a pole yeah. or another car. Yeah. And yeah. It, I, I don't know what to do. Dr. Nagy and I were talking about maybe hiring up the dosage, but he's mm -hmm. maybe afraid to do that because he said, if you keep going high, it could cause drooping of the eye, drooping of the mouth. 
when when you get the Botox injections, Carrie, like where, where do they put them? Like how how does it work? So I've had it one here, okay. one down here, same uh-huh. on the other side. I've had okay. one right here on the neck. Yeah. That's the sensitive area. And I've had one here. And then let's see, I've had two back up here. Right. It does get painful, especially when he finds the right spot. Yeah. How um, do they know? How does he? How do they work out where to actually do the injection? I don't understand. How does he know where they are? Yeah. I keep saying I'm going to do it, but I'm going to ask him if I can remember on top of all the other things. I'm going to ask him, can I video it? Some hmm. people, how you do the injection yeah I tell my uh, boss oh I made the machine go stir crazy he apparently finally hit through a machine mm. and it beats really loud when it finds the muscle okay and you can hear it through the waiting room <laughs> I'm like oh no one yeah. hear me I'm like, and the door shut and everything. <laughs> oh, there, uh, when we first started, she's like, oh, there's Carrie making all that noise. <laughs> yeah, that's my story with Estonia. Um, if you want to contact me, I'm on Instagram and on Facebook. I'm always happy to make new friends. I want to thank Carrie for taking the time to share her story for the Warriors of Estonia podcast. Kerry has been really awesome and has supported this project from the very start. We've actually had calls before and we've kept in touch across Instagram as well. And um, she's she's truly an awesome person. As Kerry said in her um, podcast there, she doesn't mind if people would like to reach out to her. So what I've done is I'll have put a link to either Kerry's Instagram profile or Kerry's Instagram name in the um, show description. So you'll be able to find her there. Thanks again, Kerry, and I look forward to speaking to you again. Thank you so much for listening to the Warriors of Dystonia podcast. If you'd like to be on the podcast or you want to find out more information about the project and the Warriors of Dystonia book, head over to warriorsofdystonia.wordpress.com or you can search for Warriors of Dystonia on Facebook and Instagram. <laughs>